0: Welcome back, listeners, to Everywhere We Go, the home of all things FPL Draft. This week, let me introduce you to the final episode in an eight-part special on the World Cup. Me and Jose have been chatting through all the upcoming groups, bringing a tactical analysis along with an outlook on fantasy. Although FPL will be taking a break over the World Cup, I'm sure many of you will be playing the official FIFA Fantasy. If not, then I'm sure we'll all be watching, even if you're taking a well-deserved break from FPL. The World Cup has really come from around the corner out of nowhere. So listening to these will allow you to brush up on info about all the teams. Don't know who Timothy Weir's dad is? Want to know why Wales are winning the World Cup? We've got you covered. Joining me in the room and throughout all these exclusive episodes. How's it going, Jose?
1: Good. It's been going well. It's been a pleasure doing these episodes. You know, um, I've really enjoyed it. I feel like I'm ready for the World Cup. I feel
0: know? like I'm ready as well. I feel like before, before this, did I, did I mention this on a podcast? I don't know if I did. Before we did all this prep and stuff for it, I was kind of a bit. I don't know, not that motivated about the World Cup. And now, having researched all these teams, I'm really buying into it. And I'm buying into the fantasy of it, like the fantasy of the game.
1: Yeah, I think it will be a fun tournament. I think a lot of these groups are just right for drama yeah. and excitement.
0: The revenge ones. Oof. Um, but, you know, we normally kick this episode off with, uh, like, a question. You know, what's your favourite World Cup memory? What's your favourite World Cup goal? But it would kind of be remiss if we didn't talk about the serious issues at hand here at Qatar
1: yeah I mean I think it's been a clouding factor over uh, I guess doing these podcast episodes and over the tournament as a whole yeah just because it's such a controversial issue right I feel like um what I have to say is that I I think it's not as black and white as people have tried to make it out to be Mm. in the sense of it's not the first World Cup that's happened in kind of a controversial country let's say right even the last World Cup in Russia in 2018 and in 1978 in Argentina. Yeah. Basically Argentina was under a fascist dictatorship um, sponsored by West- some Western countries. Um, mm. And yeah, they kind of, they won the World Cup and th- they sports kind of the image of the country. Yeah. It, it's obviously awful what's happening. I think that's what's really important to kind of, uh, the note that is one you can disagree with everything that's happened. The Guardian reported 6,500 migrant deaths. Mm. Obviously, Qatar has an atrocious um, LGBTQ record. And what I'd like to say to both of those things is that those things should never happen. Obviously, mm. homophobia is awful. And any country that supports that legally and gives a legal penalty for that is sh- is is in the wrong, yeah. I believe. However, I think a lot of the criticism has turned almost racist in the sense that Qatar has changed a lot of their uh, migrant laws since uh, the Qatar World Cup started. They've got rid of the hafala system, Mm. uh, which basically forces uh, forces employees uh, to be at the mercy of their employers to leave the country. They've introduced minimum wage. They've also stopped... Puts certain working conditions so people don't die, um, and they. This is kind of revolutionary for the area, so it's almost like they're they're trying to make an effort to change, and the repeated criticisms of just being like, "F you, like you don't deserve this," almost like I guess what I would have to ask you well is just, do you believe any country deserves to host the World Cup
0: as an as a as a as a right. right? Yeah it's hard it's a hard one to it's a hard one to to decide i think yeah i think every country does have the right to host the world cup i think the problem is with football these days and this is part of the world that we grow up in is that these international um institutions these institutions and these events that they create at times come down to this boiling pot of of taking advantage of the host of the host state i think yeah like for instance brazil and the stadium building there this is not a this is not an a issue just specific to qatar i think qatar has really in a in a strange way has really underlined how corrupt and sometimes ignorant football is yes but this isn't a, just a one-time qatar issue
1: yeah i i think what what i'd like to almost believe in is is that this will bring good change in terms of Obviously, also all these cultures mixing, yeah. it will make people more tolerant. Yeah, uh, in both senses. Like I, I want Qatar to change their laws the same way that I want. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I would like um people to just not racially <laughs> abuse like uh Asian players like. <laughs> yeah,
0: no. Well said, hose. Um, but moving on, guys. We have group B here today, and we've left this to last. I mean, I'm sure you're all a bit confused looking at the episodes. I think it goes um, I think it goes A, C, E, F, and then these ones will all be in jumbled, jumbled order. I apologize for the kind of nonsensical approach to the formatting of this. It's, it's mainly due to um, squads being announced at different times. However, we've left this this one to last because this is a really interesting group. In this group, we have four absolute geopolitical giants. England, the United States, Iran and Wales.
1: Wow, yeah, the big dragons.
0: The oh. big dragons. Um, why do not we kick it off with Wales actually? This is only the beginning
1: So, Will, yep. first World Cup since 1958. First time you're gonna see Wales at the World Cup. Yeah. Are you are you excited? Like how, how do you how do you I summarise
0: don't, your feelings right at the moment? It's really strange. Wales have only been good at football in my lifetime for the last sort of six years, which has been amazing. Um, I have some great memories from that Euros, got it to not make it to the last World Cup. Um and then the, the last year is even even though it wasn't the same heights as the first as the 2016, it was still a great time. Um, with the, yeah, with the 19th ranked side in the world, and we've made it to one World Cup before in 1958, being knocked out to the eventual winners in the quarterfinals, yeah. might I add. So like, you've done well there. Um, Are no, you but, saying
1: whoever knocks you out
0: is going <laughs> to win the World I'm Cup. I'm just saying it's you know it's we've got some history there, but no, I, and I'm the Euro
1: semi-finals as well. You, you were that was that amazing.
0: Um, I still remember watching that with um, with my friends. But yeah, it's it's going to be. Um, I, I'm I'm just I'm just happy that they're there. And you know what, this this Wales team does have something to offer as well. It's not just going to it's not just getting to the World Cup and and going to going to lie down. It's been a bit all over the place recently. I had a fairly shocking Nations League performance. Um, losing five and drawing once
1: a whole world cup cycle has been a bit um chaotic hasn't it It, has, it has changed manager
0: yes had the whole manager malarkey now rob page is the permanent manager um captain bale pens bale set pieces bale and then corners you've got connor roberts just to let you know so wales didn't do very well in the nation's league and this was cause for concern however this wales team it does like playing weirdly likes playing on the bigger stage and in the world of qualifiers it um, in the in in order to progress to the World Cup, um, we had to go through a um, a qualifying tournament, beating both Austria and Ukraine, which are decent, Ooh. very decent sides.
1: Yeah, you were villains for the second game, I guess.
0: I know, I know, but you got to do what you got to do. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, and the way we play is it is a direct style of play. However, it's not just lumping it up to to Kiefer Kiefer more effectively. We do have a very distinct counter-attacking style of play, which we use Kiefer moore in a really interesting way what he'll do is normally try and bully a full back especially and then he'll work very well with bale um to to, to for flick-ons and 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 headers down and then to complement that we have brennan johnson and dan james as well who 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 kind of provide that out ball so it's like a, it's actually a very well thought out process bale obviously we'll get to him in a minute um yeah brennan johnson and dan james are add to that breakaway threat both are both are good options in fantasy and then in defensively, um, Wales, yeah, we like to sit back and um, we play a very compact midfield. The one worry is when they do get, when, play, when teams do get through the midfield, we'll normally play a 5-2-3. Um, that's when things got start to get a bit dicey, which I do worry in this group. There are a lot of creative players in here. But um, if we just move to Wales quickly, Bale at 8 mil. Um, Wales is top scorer with 40 goals, five goals in his last seven appearances for Wales. Um, he struggled for some form in the MLS, which is a bit concerning. But, I mean, this guy, I don't think you ever want to doubt him in, a, in an international context. I mean, that free kick against um, Austria is just goes to show the pedigree that he's still playing at and can play at.
1: Yeah, did you? I, I heard this funny stat the other day that is like the only season since Bale left Tottenham for the first time right. that he hasn't won a trophy because he won a tr- the MLS Cup this yeah. year has been the season he was alone at Spurs. <laughs>
0: exactly he's a big game player he's he's serious he's a serious player he always has been eight mil i think is very good value um i'm not personally going to be touching any welsh players because i don't want to jinx anything (laughs) but ramsey as well i'm not i'm an arsenal fan um ramsey absolute legend 7.5 mil i think it's a bit overpriced here but he's the same thing without ramsey in this side it's almost as big as missing Bale. he really makes the whole team he's the he's the second best player for a reason he makes everything work. He got four assists in Euro 2016, which was joint highest.
1: He's been getting some game time from Nice as well. No,
0: exactly. So he's. So I'm really happy that he's. Um, he's back in back in the uh, in the flow of things. Brendan Johnson and Dan James both six mil. Um, Brendan Johnson been playing very well for Forest this season, which has been encouraging. Dan James as well. He's moved to Fulham. He's been playing all right. Dan James is very good for Wales. Generally, he's very lively. He cannot finish anything <laughs> though, but I mean, you know, hopefully that can change. And then um. In defence, we've got Hennessy, Rodon, and Nico Williams, all 4.5 mil, which is very good value. However, Connor Roberts and Ethan Ampadu are 4 mil, which is an absolute steal. I would say if there is a pick in this, a good value pick, it would be Connor Roberts at 4 mil. He takes Corns as well, and he's very, very attacking in this side. But no, I'm really, really really excited to watch Wales in this tournament. Um, No matter what happens, I think it's going to be amazing. And, I mean could we have asked for a group, a better group?
1: Yeah, it's, it's quite a fun group.
0: Yeah, it's going to be amazing. I mean,
1: that third game against England
0: yeah. will just be huge. Why don't we, uh, we'll get to England uh, in a minute, but why don't we just go quickly to another good team, the United States. So, Jose, the United States, I kind of force you to research them. Yeah, kind I, of, kind of in like I don't know, I don't know, maybe just to see what would happen.
1: <laughs> the bitter rivals. So they're ranked
0: um, 16th in the world. They missed the last World Cup. They're hosting the next World Cup, though. So how's this one going to go for well, them? Well, they
1: have a, a, a quite a very young side. Right. Uh, only four players will be over thir- 30. What? Yeah, three of their players were born in 2002 or later. Inexperience. In, so G- Giovanni Reina, Yunus Musa, and Riccardo Peppi Right. They seem to be quite just an energetic kind of young team, you know. Their best semi the best result ever is reaching the semi finals in the 1930 World Cup. However, there were only 13 teams competing. <laughs> Still um, counts, mate. They in 2010 quite famously they they had they were in a group with England. So oh yeah, some of you might have a the deja Rob vu. Green. Yeah, Rob Green fumbled the ball into the net. I <laughs> uh, got dropped.
0: Oh, that could have been a good bottle job moment. Oh yeah. Damn, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, not to lump on Rob Green.
1: Um. Also, quite recently, they drew with Wales to uh in 2020, nil nil, and they lost to England three nil in 2018. Uh, that was with their current manager Greg Beralta. Greg. Um, <laughs> Greg. <laughs> Polisic is basically their set piece taker,
0: corner taker, so and he's, captain. He's their Andre Andre Ayew.
1: Yeah, Boy Wonder, okay. as they called him. Although, uh, after they missed the last World Cup, there was that's sp- that famous rant
0: of someone being like,
1: you Boy Wonder, no! <laughs> <But so laughs> what are you doing? <laughs>
0: what sort of, what sort of uh, play style do they operate so in? So,
1: they they actually quite like to keep possession. They it, It's weird because I feel like we talk a lot about these low-block teams. Mm. Uh, but they like to keep possession, which might be bad against Wales and Iran. Yeah, I might play right into their hands, kind of. Uh, They really look to dribble and cause problems with pulling their feet. They're in the 91st percentile for offensive duels 1. Cool. So they like to keep possession whenever they get the ball and create space, basically, on their wings. Uh, They play a classic 4-3-3 with kind of inverted wingers. Sure. So the three forwards kind of play inter- interchangeably. Nice. They really rely on Sergino Gino Dest and Anthony Robinson to get forward. Uh which as you were saying, uh with Kiefer Moore and,
0: and Bale, that might not really play Yeah. Well, <laughs> really I, well. We, we don't we don't need yeah we don't um, need to keep on <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> internally hoping I'm I'm taking I'm taking notes <laughs> internally. But so what um, players would you get in your fancy team
1: I would get uh, Pulisic yeah just because he's on everything Um, he has five goals and one assist for the US in eight and a half complete games he's only
0: he's only 7.5 mil as well yeah he might be a steal
1: however the the thing to worry about there is the just the time for Chelsea he's only played seven complete games and hasn't really produced for them one goal and two assists
0: Mm. Aronson as well he's been playing very well for Leeds
1: Aaronson recently has been playing well for Leeds but uh, he's not I, returned I just, that yeah, much.
0: I don't know. He, he
1: he'll be the the other person shout like next to the striker. Mm. Uh at striker they'll probably play either Timothy uh, Ware or Jesus Ferreira. Timothy Ware is his dad's quite famous. I don't know if you remember George Ware. Nice. Uh he <laughs> he won the Ballon d'Or in 1995 and played for Liberia. He's wow. currently their president actually.
0: Wow, in in high places then. So yeah, he's
1: he, the son of the Liberian president is playing for the US. Wow, How, who would have thought? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um any any um anyone else in that?
1: Yeah, uh I think Ricardo Pepe is quite an exciting young talent to be honest. He scored 3 goals and one assist for the US in 2022 and he's scored 6 goals and two assists for Groningen so nice. far in the Eredivisie. Mm. Uh he's in the top 90th percentile for non-penalty goals, assists, interceptions, Whoa. tackles and pass completion. Oh my god. And this guy was oh born Oh my god. This guy was born in 2003. <laughs> what? Yeah, and he plays that kind of number 10 position.
0: It's happening, isn't um, it? They're starting to get good at it.
1: Well, yeah, it, it's kind of harsh as well because he, he had to choose between Mexico and the US. Um, no. Yeah, he chose the US. So, Oh, the snake. Traitor, yeah. Don't get him <laughs> in. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, recently kind of the, the US beat Mexico as well in the Gold Cup and the Nations League finals so but
0: it's their first it's their first world cup with this actually I'm not gonna I'm not gonna they, they look good they look good okay no yeah <laughs> I,
1: I mean I'm not sure this will be the world cup for them I, I think they'll even struggle to get out of the group but um, I'm just saying watch out for this US team sure. man they scare me just because sure. we're gonna be playing all the time I'm a Mexican <laughs> fan <laughs> I was listening
0: Let's uh, <laughs> let's move on though to Iran So Iran are one I f- want to look out for, aren't they, Jose? They've been playing really well recently. Twentieth um, ranked in the world, yes. Um, one below Wales. This is th- this will be their sixth um, World Cup, third in a row. Yeah, they they've been getting on a roll.
1: Um, their their captain is Ehsan Haj Khash- Safi, Khash- uh, who's also on pens. Nice. Uh, and on set pieces is the all <laughs> right man uh, Ali Reza Hassan uh, and if he's not playing, it will be Ali Golaside.
0: Nice. <laughs> um, so they, but they've been they got to the they topped their group in qualifying, didn't they?
1: Yeah, they 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 only lost one entire game, uh, scoring the most goals and conceding the second least. So they scored fifteen goals in ten games and wow. conceded four. Uh, they only lost to South Korea, so a World Cup worthy team. Since they've played in friendlies against uh Senegal and Uruguay, who mm. they beat Uruguay and they drew to Senegal, uh, scoring three and conceding one goal.
0: I'm getting worried. Are they yeah. good? How do it they play? Could
1: be. Uh, they operate in a classic low block, their manager is the same as the last World Cup, uh, in and the one before in 2014 and 2018. Mm. So, if you remember watching Iran in those World Cups that's kind of how they play <laughs> but they've but they've improved uh, though in well yeah in five out of six games during during his command so like when he's been managing in the World Cup they it's either finished one 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 nil or nil uh, <laughs> nil including teams such as Spain Portugal Nigeria and Argentina so he plays the classic Portuguese four one four one one the one with the kind of number six sweeping the space in front of the center-backs mm. and, and just being really defensive
0: so if you're looking for for teams playing iran you're going to try and get in their defenders. Try yes, and, try for and sure. match up against iran in their defenders even if that is wales the yeah. states
1: even if you're if you if you got this like an england striker for example harry kane against iran i i don't see him scoring that much to right. be honest. I, I I just don't see them conceding even when they lose they will lose 1-0 or yeah yeah.
0: And so it, uh, what players would you get in for iran? I would probably get in those defenders.
1: So, Hossein Kananizadehnan, Sade, uh and their goalkeeper, Alireza Beravand. Right, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, Don't the, I, I, I'm sure I bottled the pronunciation, <laughs> so I'm sorry. But um, yeah, there's are sort of the defenders kind of to watch. Uh, nice. In, in terms of attack, uh, their kind of talisman and their best player is Sada Asmoon. Okay. He's been nursing an injury and I wasn't sure whether he would be called into the World Cup
0: because he's only four point five mil in the game as well.
1: Yeah. Um he's he scored eleven goals and four assists for Iran in seventeen games, giving him a whopping one point zero three goals and assists per ninety. And he's in the ninety ninth percentile for non penalty XG per ninety Whoa. in the last three hundred and sixty five days amongst his peers. Jesus. It's massive. Yeah. Yeah, he's only managed to complete three games in Bundesliga this season. but
0: um, Could be out of Nick.
1: Yeah, he, he was not going to even get called up. Apparently, the Iranian government was pressuring uh, the manager not to call him up because he supported the protests. Mm. But um, he's been called up. And yeah, yeah if you're going to get anyone, it would be him or maybe Mehdi Taremi. He's 7
0: mil in the game, I believe.
1: Yeah, he's, he's in the 99th percentile for assists, 95th percentile for progressive passes. 90th percentile for interceptions so he could really also test that midfield the scoring form that that this yeah. system is using
0: so they've got some playmakers in this squad
1: <laughs> not really <laughs> like they they again they recover 85% uh, they're in the 85th percentile for recoveries in their own third and yeah. just
0: yeah play just a lot of long balls well we'll see how that turns out for them um, the final team in this group is of course
1: so well what will the mood be around london for the month starting in five days um
0: i don't know um fifth ranked team in the world have played in 15 World Cups and have won one. Um, made the final of the Euros and the semi-finals of the, um, of the last World Cup. Manager Gareth Southgate, Captain Kane. Set pieces is a, is a bit of a minefield, probably revolving around Trippier, Kane and Saka. And corners, um, whichever fullback is playing on that side generally. Um, penalties as well, Kane. So the problem is with this side, and as most England fans know, is that they have kind of a... Um, they've got too much talent, <laughs> That's a, that, and that is an issue That sounds like a good problem to have It is a good problem to have, I think They're, They are, as annoying as it is They are very. They run deep in every position They're very strong But they haven't been great recently They failed to win a game in the Nations League this year Losing twice to Hungary and once to Italy As well as drawing to Germany twice and Italy once They're a good size, don't get me wrong And they finished top of their qualifying with 26 points Winning 8 and drawing twice But in 4 of their last 6 They failed to score and they only kept one clean sheet in the Nations League in a nil-nil draw to Italy.
1: So they've been conceding a lot and not scoring a lot. That's not a good
0: match for wins. It's it's not. <laughs> uh, and but but they have players that are in flying form at the moment. I mean, Harry Kane. Um, he's 11 million in the game, 12 goals, three assists in 16 games this season. He's got 12 goals in the last eight games for England as well. Um, won the golden boot at the last World Cup with six goals. They, they came in three games. Obviously, there's been a bit of, you know, if, if you're in any pub in West London, and sometimes it gets onto the fact. It's like, oh, well, you run a podcast. Like, what is it about? <laughs> it's a football. Most of the time it goes, oh, who are you starting up top for England? Who are you starting for England? And I'm like, Kane, obviously. <laughs> and people are like, no, he's crap. He's he's rubbish. It's like, no. He's no. not. Yeah. Kane is a is a, obviously one of the best strikers in the world. Um, apart from that, yeah, I
1: don't understand England fans sometimes. It's how strange. how you've gone to the semi-finals and the finals of two major tournaments, and which betters the golden generation of the Terry's, Lampard's, Gerrards. Yeah, yeah, people still hate on
0: in this team. It's it's strange. So so um, just getting back to them. So they have, their recent form is surprising because England normally rank in the ninetieth percentile for goals and the eighty-first percentile for xG per game. They're a possession-based side, which opts for a progressive build-up through the midfield and then the wide players. Kane is instrumental in this. He drops into midfield as he always does, you know, dropping into midfield, and pockets of space, um, playing it out wide, and then he moves into, moves into like a third man run sort of thing. Defensively, they maintain a compact and uh, a compact midfield and press out of possession. Rice and his midfield partner are key to this, and it's probably going to be Bellingham or Henderson in this World Cup because Calvin Phillips hasn't had that many minutes for City.
1: Yeah, I I really like Bellingham. He's very good. He's in flying form as well. Yes,
0: um, they can also operate in quick counter presses. And um, recently, okay, so recently, okay, we're going to get into like the the. This is why the team is so well discussed. Recently, they've been operating with a back four. I don't really understand why they've been trying to put it in because they were very successful with the back five. They managed to put Maguire in that system, and he's very good on the left side of a of a back three. Obviously, he's not very good in the back four. <laughs> so, I imagine personally might get shouted at for saying this, they will revert back to a back three, which is what they've been good at. a oh, back five, which is what they've been successful with. So in that system, however, there are still very few nailed on, nailed on players. You obviously had have Pickford in goal. He'll start. Um, Stones as well should start at the back. In midfield, you'll definitely have Rice and then Kane up top. But apart from that, players to get in i personally i'm an arsenal fan truly
1: Saka will play i was gonna say
0: hopefully i mean look he's eight mil four goals seven assists this season he also has three goals and one assist in his last five games for england i think he will play
1: oh he's unbelievable i don't (laughs) see how
0: he can't play he's so useful and i know he has people that don't like him don't have they have an issue with his finishing I, i i think as a play, as a team player as everything else he does he's absolutely unbelievable uh, that being said, Raheem Sterling, eight point five million, scored three goals the last year. It hasn't been amazing this season, only three goals and one assist in fourteen games. But was in a similar situation um, when the last Euros came around with his with his former city and then played very well.
1: Yeah, I feel like Southgate is a very loyal to his kind of is very loyal manager to some of his players. Yeah. He doesn't really
0: steer away from them even. Exactly. And and for and for that, maybe we could see some Calvin Phillips come back. Um but I, st- I think Saka will start up top personally. Oh, we've also got Foden in there, who's obviously been playing very well for City this season. Uh, I imagine he'll start. Trippier as well. I think he could be a good pick up. He's five million. Um, Trent's poor form and defensive weakness could could see him getting the team. He's been electric for Newcastle this season uh, with nine clean sheets, four assists, and one goal. There's we could talk about this England team for ages. Um, there is a lot going on here. They are very strong. They're going to be very strong as well. They're the strongest team in this group, as we'll get to. I think that that in fancy the dichotomy you have here is either you go for the spine, which is Kane, Rice, Stones, and Pickford, as you're nailed on players, or you try and gamble with uh, a different player and see if it comes off. So someone like a Saka, I think, will play, but there's a chance he won't. Foden, Foden may not for sure.
1: I yeah, think Foden will definitely play.
0: So do I, but there's always a chance he goes get Sterling in there or Rashford, for instance. And then in midfield, it's the same thing. You might think, oh, Bellingham's nailed on to play. He's been unreal for Dortmund. But maybe Southgate goes for experience there in Henderson. Mm. You know?
1: Yeah, that's definitely one to watch.
0: Definitely. Uh, but let's move on to the roundup questions. Wow. Right. So, the last roundup questions. We've done eight of these episodes. This is, we've let, we left the best till last. Who is your favourite to top this group, Jose? <laughs>
1: I think it's it's gotta be England. I'm sorry. Yeah. I I would love to say Wales, but I I think England. The real test will come out of this group when they have to face uh the one that comes out of Senegal, Netherlands, and Ecuador. Yeah, it's sorry, be- Qatar. Yeah, <laughs> but, but it could be Qatar as well. But
0: <laughs> no, yeah, the the follow up thing, the follow up round is, is going to be interesting. For me, I'm going to agree with you here. I don't want to. I'm not going to. Um, I don't like bigging up Wales is in <laughs> I, I like I like us being underdogs so I think yeah England's obviously it's obviously the favourite here USA as well look very strong
1: but I feel like you can circle any game in this in this group and it'll be interesting and in terms of maybe not England around but USA Wales in the
0: first week and the next week, England. Oh, that's USA. interesting, actually. So, you've got England, Iran first. Yeah. So, for all those Kane pickups, as you mentioned, Iran keep a, keep a very good defensively. I doubt he'll score.
1: Yeah. yeah, I I I think this is the last recap we'll do. But uh, mm. the FIFA are also running a one day, so a one day fantasy. So, I think some listen to maybe back of the podcast for some of the players for those, as in one 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 day fantasy. Um,
0: yeah. but yeah, so England, Iran, the first one, then USA against Wales. That's a massive game. Um, then after that, Wales, Iran, and England versus USA, and then to cap it off on Tuesday, November the twenty ninth, Wales versus England and Iran versus USA. Iran USA is also just such a funny game. It's just massive. geopolitically. Yes. <laughs> but so who's your who's your dark horse for this group then?
1: I mean, I know you're going to say Wales, uh, so I'll leave you to t- tell us why. Uh, but I'm going to say Iran. Okay. Um, yeah, I think Iran could be could be dangerous. I mean. Drawing to Senegal, beating Uruguay. That's big. That's kind of some of the best form we've seen in sort of these friendlies. And they, they just, they know the system, they know the manager, and they could really kind of play into their hands some of these teams. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I reckon perhaps against Wales might be the team they struggle with the most.
0: But then we also really. struggle against teams that do that. <laughs> it's one of those games where no one really wants the ball. <laughs> Um,
1: yeah, that will be like it w- both teams' possession won't add up to a hundred. No. Like- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but for for me, my dark horse is obviously going to be Wales. I think we can get a, a result against any team on our day. We really are one of those teams which I am so fortunate that we're in the World Cup and that we are one of those teams which is really plucky can 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 be proud of them and um, can back us on any given day. I just have to hope that the um, the players stay fit basically that's all if if just gareth (laughs) just just one more month mate one more month mate um my fancy peak my fancy peak my fantasy pick for this group is a tough one probably gonna go for a pulisic though
1: christian pulisic
0: i I think 7.5 mil on set pieces for this usa team um yeah i think he's i actually you know what i'm gonna say it i know you don't like him that much jose i actually don't think he's that bad
1: Ah uh, no. I, I know I, I don't, don't watch Chelsea. I know I
0: don't watch Chelsea that much, but I don't think he's that bad. I just think he loses
1: possession a lot, uh which annoys me, but that doesn't show up in fantasy. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, my pick I guess would be I'm going to go for Saka. I just My I, I think, guy. Yeah, he's also I obviously don't pull Arsenal, but he's one of my favorite players I think to watch and I just after what happened at the last heroes, so I I just hope he gets a good has, has a good tournament and shuts a lot of people up, you know.
0: Yeah, he's absolutely unbelievable. Um, Jose, thank you very much. Thanks, Will, for having me. That's all right. So, yeah, guys, we'll be continuing um, the World Cup episodes throughout, uh, throughout the next couple of weeks. We'll be doing game week previews. Um, stay posted on the Twitter, at EWG underscore podcast. Um, yeah, thanks for tuning in, and see you next time. Bye. Mm-hmm.